Welcome to Pop Culture Roulette for all your pop culture needs. We're America's Podcast. Yeah. Always, okay. I'm Nicholas. We are one always, as always, joined by our self-help guru Jeremy. <laughs> What's going on, guys? And noted sticker enthusiast Justin. I do enjoy stickers. Yes, I'm mad at myself for how long I laughed at that stupid parody sticker. <laughs> I started a collection. That's my reward every time we go to uh, one of the local Goodwills. Mm. I make sure I take my 50 cents to get my, my poop themed sticker. Oh, they're all poop themed in that machine. Yes. Nice. Nice. So you, you collect just poop themed stickers, just or those stickers, in- just those ones. Cause I find them to be so hilarious. So what, what does, would you like to tell the audience what the pun was that you sent us? It's today? uh, it's a poop shark basically. And it says baby shark do, 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 do. Baby shark. Baby shark. I've got a couple other ones for like, I don't even remember what they are, but I know one's like a hamburger helper pun. Uh, I think one's like duty pebbles. I I, 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 I find them to be fascinating. See, I was confused um, because like the sticker was on this box. So oh, it's, now, one of those, it's one of those sleeves when it comes out of those uh, machines. I thought it was on a box. Oh. So I was I was waiting for another picture of like some sort uh. of action figure or no. I didn't realize it was just the sticker. That's no, just a sticker that comes out one of those quarter machines. Oh. And then I've also got a camouflaged like poop emoji looking thing that's one of those window clings. Mm. And and it says do your duty. Ah. Uh. That's in that's in my uh little hallway area on my mirror all right then i want to i want to write poop based puns for sticker companies that sounds like an awesome job yeah who who you you learn something new every day and and, um, what i've learned today is that apparently uh justin is obsessed with poop emoji puns i think Uh, they're i think they're hilarious you know, I've I often wondered, I, I think it's Ham Turdburger Helper or something like that. <laughs> you know, I've I've often wondered who this merchandise sells to. There you and, go. And I apparently we like so is it just the stickers? Or you know they you know when they make those little surprise like the uh like the blind bags? Hmm. Like for like the Lego figures. I, I are, enjoy I enjoy mystery boxes too. Okay. I saw one, they had like a bunch of like poop emoji ones in the blind bags. Would that be something that you collect as well? I don't know. I'd probably take a shot on it. it so would be, I seem to remember. Interesting. I have a poop emoji pillow too. Jeremy, do you remember when Ralph Garman used to come down big on like the poop products? Yeah. And, and then there was occasionally I'd Snapchat you or text you a picture of some random poop toy right and, yeah and yeah. you and i were like who would buy this pardon the bun shit <laughs> yeah well i apparently, guess again here we go apparently and it, this only makes sense if you're looking at my screen the guy d- down here <laughs> i'm up here the on guy my screen. over here <laughs> yeah it all makes sense now yeah uh, that's that's my reward for going to goodwill the lady does her shopping and walks around, and when we're leaving, I get a, I get myself a sticker. <laughs> well, where do you draw the line with shit merchandise? Will you wear a poop emoji T-shirt? I guess it depends on what it says. Okay. For me, a T-shirt's a T-shirt. I really don't care what, what it says. It's a the poop emoji, and it's like it just says, "I'm the shit." Yeah, <laughs> sure. Why not? <laughs> Okay, uh, I, I'm sure the, that exists. I'm the I'm, a bit, I would a big, be big poop emoji picture. I would be shocked if that shirt doesn't exist. Yeah, 
If yeah. not, then we need to stop recording right now and get on that. <laughs> I feel like if we went to Lake Geneva and walked around in those various stores, we'd, we'd find like five different varieties. Yeah, uh, yeah, <laughs> definitely. Oh, and you still have like a bunch of shirts, like of outdated memes from like 10 years ago that they still think are popular. Kind of like those kiosks in the mall. Yes. With the custom shirts. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, you know, I just, I've, I've often, you know, like I said, I've often wondered. And I just, I needed to look just to, just to yeah. the other screen there. Who knew it was so Who? close? Huh. Yeah. I don't know. I find them to be fascinating. They're the, they're called. They're done by Junk Food Duty. Junk Food Duty. Yeah. And duty. So, let me guess. Is spelled like D, like like poop. O O D Y. Okay. There's a whole bunch of different stickers that you can order. Uh, so, yeah. you, see now when I asked you and you were like, "Oh, I collect stickers." I had this uh, like, "Oh, okay. Well, like he." He like he has all these funny collecting sticker things. I didn't realize it. it was. I didn't realize it was like hyper specific to just poop related. I just think they're 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 hilarious. I mean, it takes a genius to come up with this level of dumb poop did you, humor. Did yeah. you did you find the pack that has all the different ones in there? I did. Okay. <laughs> Do you want to you want to hear some? Yes. Okay, so there's one that says NFL, the natu- National Flatulence League. Um, there's a parody of Hagen Das called Hagen Duty. Uh, <laughs> yep. What's another one? Let's see. Taco Smell, Fruit Poops, Turtle King. <laughs> you got to fight for your right uh, to fart. You got to fight for your right to farty. I hate how much I'm entertained by this. <laughs> Exa- I, yeah, exactly. And they're only they're they're in one of those fifty cent machines, and they're there just so un- they're just so entertaining. Well, you know, I didn't have any plans for my upcoming vacation, but now I've got one. <laughs> uh, I've got I've got the uh, the baby shark, the duty pebbles, the the ham turder helper, and the farda, which is a play on Fanta. So now when you've gone to the Goodwill, have you gotten doubles of these stickers yet? Or have you? Yeah, yes, I do have a double of one of them. Does it, does it make you mad? Of course it makes me mad. I'm like, I already have this one. Is it multiple Goodwills or is it just one Goodwill just, in particular? Just one Goodwill has them. The other Goodwills don't. So I, so anytime we go to that specific Goodwill, I get it's exclusive. <laughs> And and you don't, and you're not collecting other stickers. Right? Oh. No, just just these ones when I go there. So what happens when they switch that one out? Like, it becomes like the next like, whatever the next like you know, unicorn. Well, unicorns are popular already. I wouldn't uh, if if they get rid of the uh, the stickers. I just won't get stickers anymore from there. I'll probably stuck well, one of that goodwill, burn it to the ground. <laughs> Are you gonna be mad if you can't get the whole run? Well, I could order the whole set. Oh. Like they do sell it as a whole pack that's got all the stickers. Well, there it goes the fun of being a collector. Yeah, that's that's why I'm, I haven't done that. Yeah, <laughs> I don't stick them on anything. They just sit in my car. I just find them to be hilarious. It's that immaturity that I'll never grow out of with poop jokes. I get it. I totally yeah, get I it. I know. I I often heard that, like you know, like women talk about, like oh, you know, how men just never get past a certain point in their maturity level, and it's like, yeah, you're right. We don't, um, because apparently, then well, I'm in my forties, and you're in your thirties, and you're almost in your thirties. He is. A, he I is am. A oh, you. Thank are, you, I, though. That's really I, nice of you to say. I Maybe he, for, met me. he met I me. I keep. For, <laughs> well, I keep forgetting that you're you're thirty now. Yeah, I'm thirty. Um, I keep thinking of you as so much younger because you know <laughs> I met you when you were so much younger. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. Um. Uh, anyway, that's you know, 
but yeah, we're still like we're still laughing at bad poop jokes, right? And yeah, always well. Farts are funny. Yeah, not when you gamble and lose. (laughs) That it's it's not funny for you, but for people around you, it's hilarious. All right. Well, uh, (laughs) yeah. How do we get out of that one? I just I feel like at this point. We'll just have a 15 minute episode and just call oh. it a day. Okay. <laughs> Peace out. Yeah. Those nuggets are golden. Oh. Uh. Oh. All right. Uh, so there's no good way that I know the transition. Um, so I just, there's not really been a lot of interesting pop culture news over the last week or so. Did either of you watch Suicide Squad yet? No, unfortunately, I haven't had a chance yet. Justin has. Yeah, spoiler, spoiler-free review. Uh, actually, I'll just give you my my overall impression and a rating, and then when you get a chance to watch it, we'll review it. Okay. I felt like it was trying really hard to be something that it just couldn't be. Mm. Um. It really it wanted to be adult and serious, and so it took the low route, a low road, a lot. Um, and like it tried to be like we can be rated R by just cussing and ripping people in half, which you would think would be cool, but it's that's, that's all you need. But uh, I you know, I don't know if you agree with me, Justin, but like I felt like it wanted to be so much better than it ended up being. Well, in general, I try to disagree with you on as much as I can. <laughs> but yeah, they tried with some things a little too hard. But I thought it was still enjoyable. I you know, don't get me wrong; it's still outside of maybe Shazam and the first Aquaman. Well, first that we hadn't seen that. Outside of Shazam and Aquaman, it's probably one of the better DC movies. But like at the end of the day, like <laughs> Jess's review was still. I would rather, like, I would like to see what Marvel would have done with that. Because, hmm. like, I felt like DC, like, really, James Gunn tried to bring Marvel in, and while they maybe let, you know, took the reins off and didn't interfere, like, I, I just, I don't know, like, it felt like they were trying too hard or Did not it's- hard enough. Did it still have enough of a James Gunn like feel to it? Yes. Yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean he, you can he like, definitely. He likes to bring in that the music. Yes. Oh, cool. Yeah, the soundtrack was really good and very important. You know, mm-hmm. you know, I, I don't know. Once you see it, I think you'll understand. It was trying too hard, but not hard enough. Like, okay. It really desperately wanted to be cute mm-hmm. but took the low road like it kind of went back to when james gunn was working with trauma okay <laughs> where like you know trauma had a five dollar budget so they just had to be cute uh-huh. where james gunn had an unlimited budget but he was still trying to be cute and instead of writing a shirt like i think that's what makes marvel movies so much better is that marvel disney is like you're not going to be allowed to be above this rating. So you have to make the script better. You have to be more on point with the jokes. You can't just take the easy road, you know, easy road out and be like, here's a dick. Right. <laughs> you know, now I'm going to say fuck. <laughs> Look at me. <laughs> you know, yeah. You know. So with Marvel, like as a screenwriter, like you, you have to try a little harder. Because they won't let you just make the dick joke and move on with your dick. Oh, D- DC will. But DC, so absolutely I think will. That's where I think you know DC trying to be like, look how edgy and adult we are. Mm-hmm. We're like, you get to be rated R because you can go do whatever you want. Uh, kind of let him get away with some things that I think had had they taken like just one more pass at the script. Would have, would have, you know, maybe cleaned some of the stuff up. Mm. But I, I also, I don't know. I just, we're, we're delving into 
getting close to just spoiling a lot of stuff. So yeah, maybe next- don't do that. <laughs> yeah. So okay, all right. Anyway, now now that we're into the pop culture, world, just so- just prepared for dick jokes. I'm always prepared for dick jokes. Oh. <laughs> well, I'll check so, it out very soon. So do we do we want to consider uh, zoos or the animal world pop culture? Related at all? <laughs> sure, why not? Look how okay. this look how this episode started. All right, it's good. Yeah, it's okay. a good point. It's off the rails already. So this this story uh, just came to my attention, but I'm now realizing it's almost a year old. But I just heard about it, so uh, it's news to us <laughs> in in England. They they had a uh, there's a wildlife sanctuary with a bunch of birds and they had to separate five African gray parrots from the rest of the group and themselves because they would not stop swearing at all the visitors. (laughs) Nice. Awesome. Um, The birds names were Billy, Eric, Tyson, Jade, and Elise. Um, They were in a colony of about 200 other African grays. Um, they had to be removed because they were constantly swearing at everybody who came in. <laughs> Does it say what they were saying to them? Um, at least one of them was saying "fuck off." <laughs> nice. Awesome. It, it does not say what the rest of them were saying. Um, the problem, I guess, was that uh, because people thought it was funny. Yeah, it kind of actually reinforced the behavior. So, like, they'd laugh, you know, and the parrot would be like, "Oh, you know, I'm getting positive." There would be positive reinforcement because yeah. the parrot clearly has no idea that it's telling people to fuck all. And yeah. you can only imagine, you can only it, imagine the other words that you know, being that it's England, it was saying. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. like if uh, if a kid swears, you're supposed to correct them without laughing at it, even though it is kind of funny. Because then, right. if they see you laughing, they're just going to keep saying it. Right, and so they had to quarantine them and take them uh, to various different parts of the sanctuary uh, because they, you know, they were reinforcing each other. But they started teaching the other parents. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. So, So I submit to you, would you pay extra to go to a zoo where you knew that when you walked into the aviary, You'd have 200 plus birds just, uh, you know, cursing and saying all sorts of other, you know, naughty things. Like you were going to like the adult zoo. So you'd walk in and the parents would just like you'd walk into the aviary and they'd just be full roast mode. (laughs) I don't I don't think I I don't think I would pay extra for it. Like when I go to the zoo out here, I don't really like going by the bird area, but that'd give me a reason to go by the birds. Yeah. You'd have yeah. to make a special trip. Be like, all right, we got to make sure we see the birds. Or would you go to the zoo more often if you knew that, like, when you walked in there, like, the birds were going to be like, hey, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> like, just a whole aviary full of Don Rickles. <laughs> I, I'd be willing to pay a little more, I think. Because I might, I might go to the zoo more often. Yeah. I mean, I put that. Uh, at, like on the same entertainment level as the poop stickers in my book, like very enjoyable to hear a bird swear at you. And if you're, yeah. I mean, if they're like going as far as to like roast me, <laughs> like they're picking things out of, of, about me. <laughs> you would have to rearrange the layout of the zoo though. So when you walk in, that's the first thing you walk through is the birds. And the last thing when you leave. <laughs> so then you're greeted by it and you're uh, exited by it. So basically what I'm, the zoo should hire like some some sort of you know terrible hack comic to start teaching the birds more you know more nuanced you know heckles yeah so that yeah. you know when they come in it's not just like fuck off fuck off fuck off <laughs> yeah they need to refine <laughs> the act a little bit yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like the birds this is a great first step but i mean yeah let's let's take it up a couple notches birds yeah. um, they teach teach this group a bunch of bald jokes this <laughs> group a bunch of fat jokes this group over here a bunch of old jokes and then just make sure you intermix them yeah exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. perfect that sounds like a great zoo 
than just having an adult zoo. Like yeah. that's just yeah. Yeah. Ooh, you don't don't take the kids to that zoo. <laughs> yeah, there's another zoo. I seen a thing. I remember what zoo it was, but there someone taught one of the uh the monkeys to give the finger. So it was just giving the finger to uh people as they would walk by. <laughs> gotta include gotta include that in this in this adult zoo. Yeah, okay, there yeah. There's another exhibit. Can oh. uh what else? Can other animals do any inappropriate things? <laughs> I'm sure we can teach monkeys to do a lot more inappropriate things than just give the finger. Uh, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> I mean they already fling feces. That's yeah, yeah. And yeah, you know, I've, 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 I've heard stories of going to the zoo and, and the monkeys just uh having a grand old party by himself. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Yeah, you know that. So just make sure the monkeys are always, you know, flipping you the finger or, you know, doing the old five knuckle shuffle. <laughs> yeah, I uh, want to know who who taught the the uh, um, birds to do this in the first place. Was uh, it- I I don't know. I mean, you you've got to assume that they either heard it from, like, the the zookeeper, like you know. Probably, you know, you're back in the office and you're trying to get something open and you accidentally stab yourself and you're like, oh, motherfucker. Or, <laughs> yeah. And the bird's or, like, oh, I like this word. Yeah. yeah. Or they hear it from people just in the, just walking through the exhibit enough. We had a macaw, I think it was growing up, that would say, uh, it would always tell people to shut up because it heard it all the time from us when it would start squawking. So people walk in and they would just be like, "Shut up!" <laughs> nice. <laughs> well, it also said it was a sanctuary, so some of the birds could be rescues. Okay. So, like yeah. maybe maybe they came from an environment that wasn't the most savory to begin with. Just so, takes one one bad parrot sense. in the bunch to <laughs> corrupt all the others. Uh, can a bird testify? You think? If it hears enough stuff and repeats it, I, you know, I've heard of them trying to do it, but yeah, I've I don't heard know of that too. I don't know. I've never really known the success rate of using a bird as testimony as a key eyewitness. Yeah. I feel like the person um, on the other side would kind of have an issue with that. I don't know. That'd be interesting to find out if it ever actually successfully. Happened. So perverted zoo. That's going to be our new business plan. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Cool. Like so a, a perverted zoo that sells poop stickers. Yes. <laughs> that sells we'll, shitty merchandise. Uh-huh. Yeah, we'll, get a, we'll get a bunch of, uh, you know, naughty uh, emoji based stickers. I mean, I think we should probably diversify past poop. I mean, surely there's there's a bunch of other ones. The soaring birds can definitely be spun off into merchandise. I mean, we can right, get yeah. those like little um, talking, like stick animal head things, but every time you open the mouth, it just says, fuck off. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, you know the little plush little animals? animal. Yeah. That you yeah. 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 A lot of, lot of opportunities there. Right. And, you know, so we'll have it's an untapped the, market. We'll have the, the podcast studio slash perverted zoo. Mm hmm. I like it. <laughs> where, do you, where do you think we're? Where do you think the studio is going to be located? Uh, well, obviously in or next to the aviary. <laughs> right. <laughs> they make the best co-hosts. I don't know when that podcast went off the rails, but it has to be around the time that all we ever heard was parrots saying "fuck off." <laughs> that's uh, the whole. That's the whole episode. Right. And which would I probably be the highest rated episode we ever did. <laughs> um, I got one more story. Okay. Um, I know that, you know, recently we've been trying to, to be more uh, positive and not necessarily have, uh, you know, nominating douchebags, but there, don't, there was, don't, a- don't want to poo all over everything. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> <laughs> Have fun titling this episode, Jeremy. Yeah. Um, but I do have to nominate one celebrity. Uh, Jennifer Aniston. Oh, no. Not Jennifer Aniston. Yeah, well, which, 
What'd she do to you? Well, she didn't do anything to me. Um, because, oh, hey there. Jesus. How many weeks have we done this? <laughs> oh, man. It's been a while since I've, I've let that out. So Jennifer Aniston has decided that rather than, you know, be a human being, mm-hmm. she is going to cut all friends and acquaintances who refuse to either get vaccinated or uh, reveal their vaccination status. Oh, yeah. You know, right. she just, it is just, it's too important. Um, and it's like, okay, well, fuck you. <laughs> like, um, how, yeah. how much, I mean, how much of a friend, I mean, obviously when she threw acquaintance in there, whatever, I mean, that's just an acquaintance, but how much of a friend are you really? Where if you're like, Hey, uh, I'm not going to tell you whether I'm vaccinated or not. You're just like, Oh, well, I'm cutting you out of my life. Yeah. That's a little extreme. Um, Sure. I mean, I'm sure she probably regrets saying that, maybe. Cause, or she will, I, because yeah. she's not, obviously probably not going to follow through with that. Well, no, and I'm sure in, you know, six months to a year when this is definitely... Because it's, it's, despite this, you know, recent little whatever, uh, this is getting close to being behind us. Yeah, you know. yeah. I hope so. <laughs> yeah, I hope so. Too. <laughs> um, it, it's just so like, but there, there's also an element of like, you know, you're you're going out in public and saying that, and if you're actually following through, mm-hmm. and you know, a year's time span when this is all behind you, and and like she's gonna try to act like everything is fine and be like, oh. like, do you go back and you're like, oh well, no, you, we're done, we're not friends, you <laughs> cut me out of my life, like to me, like. I chose to get vaccinated for my own reasons. Yeah. And if you chose not to, that's up to you. Mm-hmm. That's that's your prerogative. Um much like voting, like I think it's very important, but it is your right to either do it or not do it, and it's none of my business mm-hmm. to know. Like Yeah. I mean, she's definitely going a little overboard with that. By saying everybody, um, oh. yeah, fucker. <laughs> I don't know. So, this is hot button, man. I know. I we gotta go so, back to that swearing verbs. <laughs> I just, I, I, I was just so annoyed by that earlier this week that, yeah, that uh, it was just a matter of like, uh, it kind of, <laughs> you know, grind ground my gears a little bit, you know. It's too bad that it had to be her because I mean she's she's what fifty something and she's still very very attractive. So I mean that really. <laughs> well, the, you know, it, bums, it really bums me out to hear her say stuff like that because she's hot. <laughs> is what I'm trying to say. I'm not going to disagree with you. Ah, nope, no so, arguments here. Okay, all right. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, that's that's all I have. Hopefully, you've got some more positive stories. Uh, well, yes, I do, as a matter of fact. <laughs> uh, well, I have a hero, as, as it turns out. Oh, good. That'll, that'll counteract my, negative, my yeah. negativity. <laughs> so the hero this week is Tony Hawk. Ooh. Um, and really, it's not about so much as what he's done, but what he has been doing with his, his organization and his charity. Um, so let me, uh, see if I can just bring that up real quick. So he's got a charity that he started back in 2002, the Tony Hawk foundation. Um, but recently it's, uh, this is an article from variety, unfortunately, um, our, one of our rivals, but, uh, the article is about how he's been ramping it up since the pandemic and thinking of creative ways that he can keep keep it going and keep it working and keep it going strong. Um, so him and one of the recent things he did was him and Steve-O uh, started selling photos, like signed photos online. And 
let's see in here somewhere they have the number 12,000 copies they signed uh, and then they, they they donated everything to uh to chair to his foundation yeah, yeah yeah i did hear that and then he's also got like he's working on like a bunch of other different projects like um skate park finder app that'll help connect skaters with their nearest parks and provide educational resources to people. Um, just different place ways to get skate parks into sovereign land. So, I mean, he's, he's making it happen out there and I'm sure as he gets older and uh, wants to be out on the board less and less, he's going to ramp it up even more and do more of this charity stuff. So Tony Hawk, I, Tony Hawk is one of those, like just, I feel like an ageless celebrity. Yeah. Like, cause I mean, Tony Hawk. I feel like Tony Hawk has been as famous as long as I've been, like, aware of famous people. Yeah. Like, I think yeah. he. I mean, I think he started in the eighty. I. I mean, I don't know when, when he got famous, but it just he has been. And you know what? Of all of the time he's been famous, I don't think I've ever heard anybody say, that guy's a douche. Like, I, you only ever hear, like, good things about him. Yeah. Yeah. That's very true. Yeah. And, and throughout, like, most of the years, like, when I was a kid, I always seemed to recall him being very involved in, like, the Kids' Choice Awards and, like, a lot of kid-related activities, like... He just seems like very genuine down to earth dude. Yeah, it says here. It says here he turned pro in eighty two. Wow, that's in, crazy. <laughs> so yeah, because so he was born in sixty eight, so he's ten years older than I am. So when I was yeah, so when I was, you know, five or six, he would have been fifteen or sixteen. So yeah, that'd have been so it is just ridiculous to think that he has been famous for that long. Like, yeah, 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 and really no like scandals or anything either with him. I well that I can think of. The closest scandal I think I've ever heard is like when one of the Tony Hawk video games ended up not being very good, and it was like, yeah, but how is that his fault? He yeah, just signed, like he just he just signs his name, you know. So was, that, was that was that one ride that wasn't very good? Oh yeah, I don't know. It I was just... like it was like all downhill based, and the controller was actually a skateboard, which yep. is kind of cool. But that game itself, mm, yeah, less, less than stellar. Yeah, right. But like it was like he just signs off on it. Like he just you know, right. They just showed up and they're like we got this game. Slap your name on it. Here's a check. Okay, cool. <laughs> I think he had a lot to do with the first one though. With like some of the music choices and everything, like he was very involved in the first one. That's cool. The like, first one is so good. Yeah. Like when when do you think the last time Joe Madden, not Joe Madden, John Madden, has any has had any say so over Madden football? Like, yeah. Or right. do you think they're just like he just gets a check in the mail once a year and he goes, "What's this for? <laughs> oh, that stupid video game is still going on." <laughs> So he probably right. hasn't really been involved since the, probably the early 2000s when they started putting athletes on the cover and took him off the cover. <laughs> he used to do the the cover, and then he did some of the commentary for the game. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. He has and some now, great one-liners in those yeah. games. <laughs> and now he's just uh, the namesake of it. I don't think he's involved with it much. Right. And, and for that matter, do you think kids today even know that Madden stands for John Madden. Ah, yeah. I mean, uh, I would say maybe some. I'd say about twenty percent. Or if they're like, "Oh, Madden's just some weird term for football." I'd say about maybe twenty percent know it's a, know who he is. Really, that low? Kids these days? Yeah, I guess. Like, yeah, they just pick up a game, be like, "Oh, it's football." Are you saying that kids are stupid? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> just I'm making not, sure i'm not i'm not saying anything <laughs> i can imply things but i'm not going to say it fair enough um so yeah tony hawk right our hats are off to that guy 
That's her off door. Yeah. Long yeah, legacy. I got, you know. I got to find my. <laughs> so I have another thing that I think would be fun to do. Um, and that is something we've never done before. And uh, that would be to watch a trailer together Ooh, I was gonna say, in real time. I was going to say stayed on track. <laughs> or that. <laughs> that has never happened. Um, ho- hopefully it's a movie that you guys haven't already seen the trailer for. But um, I think it'd be funny to get our reactions to this together. I don't okay. know. How, how does this work? It's just going to pop up on our screen. I'm going to send it to you <laughs> via the Facebook text messages. Is that, is that a good, does that work for you guys? And then really? we'll just, we'll just play them all together. What, what, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> so if you guys want to watch a log at home, the movie that we're going to be watching the trailer for this evening is called lamb. Do I need to have sound on this? Uh, it might help. All right, I'll turn it to just let me know when you guys are ready, and I'll I'll play I'll play it here. Okay, I'm ready to go. Should we just count down or something? Just wait on Nicholas. All right, on one we'll hit play. Three, two, one. <laughs> yeah. So we've got a lamb child. Okay then. So did that guy get? Bored and go out to the barn one day. <laughs> is that is that what happened there? Well, it kind of makes you wonder. Yeah, yeah. like how did they? Con- where did this DNA get inserted yeah. here? <laughs> is, uh, is this like going to be a spinoff of uh, what is it, Chance on a Bob? Motherfuckers, uh. said you fuck a sheep. <laughs> is that what we got going on here? It does appear that way. Yeah. So I mean. I find nothing to be more terrifying than that tiny little lamb walking around like a child yeah. in, a, in a coat. Um, well, I, man, there's so many different things. First off, uh, I think we talked about it a couple of weeks ago, maybe a month or so ago. There's a show on Netflix called Sweet Tooth. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Uh, where the whole show is predicated on on a virus but also hybrid children where like mm-hmm. you know yeah so there, there's a little bit of element to that uh do you rem- remember uh, well neither of you might but in the late 90s early 2000s there was a horror movie called black sheep mm-hmm. it sounds so familiar where like there was some sort of like crazy doctor experimenting and he created like an evil sheep that was like killing and eating people. Okay. Yeah. I I remember this. Yeah. I don't, I mean, I don't remember the movie super well. I just remember like, I remember it being very silly. Yeah. Yeah. This looks like, I don't know. There's a whole bunch of different genres going in here. And what, what language was that? Uh, yeah, foreign, general foreign. foreign. Uh, I think the movie takes place in Iceland, so okay. Icelandic, some sort of I, Icelandic. Yeah, I, I mean, I'll watch it, sure. <laughs> yeah, I'm realistically, curious. I probably wouldn't watch it because I'd have to read it. Mm. That does stop me from watching a lot of movies. One of these days, you will have to learn how to read, but <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. Hasn't stopped you this this far. Yeah. I do pretty good for myself. Uh, the, the, the lamb with the flower crown is what really drew, drew me in. That's that's a good attention grabber right there. Well, yeah, it just I don't know. Like it, it's a very very. I'd like to know more about the, the plot. Like, yeah, I. It's it's got my attention enough that like I am curious to to follow up on it. Mm-hmm. Um, we might have to know, keep, I, keep track of this one. <laughs> a, a childless couple discovers a mysterious newborn on their farm in Iceland. An unexpected prospect of family life brings them much joy, before ultimately destroying them. Hmm. It doesn't really look like they. Find the child so much as 
yeah help give birth to it yeah uh, it's gonna it's... be it's gonna be interesting yeah <laughs> um yeah so all right we, we, we always give people crap for not coming up with any original ideas so there you go yeah i guess it's kind of original yeah i mean i haven't seen really anything like it i mean uh, like i guess other than black sheep the movie you brought up but well, well that, i mean lamb chops play along maybe yeah <laughs> i mean there, there's something to be said for like there's only what three different stories and everything is just a variation thereof yeah it's just how creative can you be with the various different parts of the story i would say this is relatively original i mean you can see that there's a few elements here or there that are borrowed from anything else but I mean, I can't. There, there is nothing anymore that doesn't have some sort of bar element from something, regardless yeah. of how original, it, you know, it might be. Um, so I would say this is pretty original, pretty out there. Yeah. <laughs> pretty. <laughs> I, I guess there's not much to do in Iceland. <laughs> no, apparently not. Um, all right, so that was Lamb. <laughs> um, uh, all right, I, I have a, 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 another potential douche. Maybe uh, if we want to get into it, it's uh, Devin Funches. Oh, yeah. Do we want to even go there? Okay, we'll we'll let the sports guy take over. Yeah. Go ahead, Jeremy. <laughs> well, no. Go ahead, Justin. Uh, no. Are you, what are your What are your thoughts on it? I mean, I'm, obviously, it's deplorable. It's he wasn't like I mean, he made some comments. We all know what happened, right? I, I don't know what happened here. Oh come on! <laughs> I haven't looked at any of that stuff recently. He was in a press conference, and he used the term, his words, not mine. I <laughs> I don't I don't know. I don't have much to say. I mean, don't, I don't think don't, I don't, don't think say gonna, that. I don't think he's going to make the 53-man roster anyways. So I think so. Our official, the PCR official stance on this is that that's racist, and you shouldn't say that. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, poor choice of words. Yeah, he slipped. It was a there, slip up. There was an NBA player this year who used uh, an anti-Asian stereotype, and he was like, "I didn't know that's what that word meant." In the streets, mm. we use that term all the time. I'd never heard it. And I was like, man, I ref- I just, I, I didn't really buy that story because I was like, I, like, I, you know, I'm quite a bit older than that NBA player. I've always known that word to be, you know, anti-Asian. And now I'm having a hard time remembering exactly what word it was that the NBA player used. Uh, he got suspended and had to sit out for, however many games and you know it did his time and then came back but there were a lot of people who were like yeah it, it, you know he legitimately didn't know now he's you know this the way he used it mm-hmm. i like mean he's like come on <laughs> so i mean he clearly knew what he was saying and how he was using it so Funches doesn't get the the same you know i didn't know uh yeah. excuse I just, I mean, it's never been appropriate, but in today's day and age, like how you think in your head, what you're about to say is going to be okay at all. And then you just go ahead and say it anyway. Yeah. I don't understand. It was was going so smooth up until that point too. It was a great conference. And he just had to say that. Just um, come on, dude. Yeah. So, all right. Douche of the week, potential or Jennifer Aniston. Take, make your vote. Yeah. Vote, vote now. We'll, we'll uh, have the results next week. Yeah. Oh. Um, who is oh, that? See, I'm, that's, a, I'm see, always that's, getting. See, that's not mine. That's someone else's phone going off. Uh-huh. Oh, I'm, I'm always getting yelled at. 
<laughs> I don't even know where it is, so I can't get up. Well, you're both fired. Mine's right here. Um, do we uh, do we care at all about the American Pickers breakup? <laughs> uh, not really. Like I watched American Pickers the other day when it was on, and I was like, "Hey, where's the other guy?" Yeah. Like, how, long, how long has he been gone? Well, he's been gone since like COVID started, and he's not coming back either because the network is axing him. And they're having a little bit of a feud right now. I think eventually all roads lead to this. I, I, I hate to say it, but one of us, this might happen to. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we're, we're the, one of the three of us is, is just going to get axed or <laughs> we're going to get broke. We're going to break up. I mean, it, you know, egos get really big. Once all the money and the fame gets to our heads, it's, like it's you, you, don't know what's, you don't know what's going to happen. I do. I know which one of the three of us will fire it. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh, wow. That's where you are on my screen, too, Nicholas. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it's just sad, you know? They seemed like real good buds, and now he's, like, calling them out on online, and he's, like, he's saying it's bullshit, the statement that he made. I mean... Serious shit, man. Didn't he also take like a leave too? He had like back surgery or something. I read. Oh yeah, that's how it started. And then he, um, what's his name? Frank. Frank Fritz. Frank called out um, Mike. Mike, thank you, because he's like he didn't even say like wish me a happy recovery or like ask how I was doing or anything. And it's just like. He's an asshole. <laughs> okay, he didn't say that, but <laughs> that's the kind of gist. That's, that's how you know they're your friends, though. Right. But no, I guess it's over, man. After all those years. Yeah. I mean, all those miles and all those picks. And... We can't let that happen to us, guys. <laughs> we need to go yeah. on like a team building activity, like retreat. Well, we did, we did discuss that with a. Uh... With going to imp that uh, improv Improv? theater, yeah. Oh, that's true. I was looking more into that recently at work with some of the some of the people coming up. So down. I think the thing I was looking at with it, not to go off from where we're going with American Pickers, but they have their like booths you can get, Mm. which is like four people, and then it comes with like. $200 $200 worth of like gift cards. Oh, to use there. So each person gets like $50 for entrees and stuff. So I was like, that wouldn't be a bad way to go on that stuff either. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of cool. Yeah. I saw that they had like some sort of like, you know, for like I was looking at the prices and I was like, if you're going with like three people, why wouldn't you just buy a four person booth? Right. Um, it's, it's cheaper. It's, it's, it's cheap. It's, it's almost cheaper. Yeah. 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 Like even if you don't have a fourth person, like it's still, you know, price wise. Because like I think we were looking at what Titus is like mm-hmm. twenty five a person, or you can get a four person booth for like seventy bucks. That's that's nice. Yeah, so we should. Like, yeah, no. Why would you not take that approach? We should. We should right. uh, the fourth one should be a, a giveaway to one of the lucky members of our audience. Yeah. They can come see a, Titus. You could do a company Titus with. The three members of the yeah. what a joy that'll be for someone. That poor unfortunate soul. <laughs> they get to hear all the stuff that gets cut out when we're in the car. Yeah. I don't I don't know if we want that. They no, get no. to look they get to look behind the curtain. Yeah. They have to drive themselves. Maybe they don't get to <laughs> Yeah, they have to meet us there. And we're not gonna give them one of the gift cards either. No. We split the whatever the fourth one is. Yeah, they're it's I think each you think each person is like fifty bucks or something like that. It's like a two hundred dollar yeah or something like that. It did seem like yeah, like how are they making any money on this? Yeah, I was like, this must be just because like it's just opening and they're trying to get people in the door. <laughs> yeah, it does I, I that sounds like a good deal. All right, we should look um, into it. I got nothing else. I I, I can't win nothing. So, 
You no no sports news to to speak of. No, not yet. No big family night uh, takeaways. Uh, well, they didn't air it, so I didn't get to watch it. Ooh. But I, the only thing I heard, you know, there there was some sloppiness to it, but could be contributed to the rain. A couple like miscues from the quarterback to the running back and stuff like that. Rogers still dropping dimes into the nets from like 50 yards away. Nice. Was, that's about it. Why didn't they air it this year? I don't know. It wasn't on – it said it was going to be on CBS, but then it said it was unavailable due to like broadcasting restrictions. So. It's bullshit. Great. So I got to watch some highlights that some people put up and I listened to some stuff about it, but didn't actually get to watch it. Well, MLB and their stupid blackout rules. I bought that MLB.TV package Mm -hmm. this year so that I could watch Angel games, which, you know, right now they're 55 and 55. So been about 50% on like worth watching. Uh, But because of their stupid blackout laws or blackout rules, I can't watch any Brewer game. Yeah, I, I haven't watched the Brewer game all year because they're not on any of the channels that I have on like my streaming stuff. Right, I don't have cable, so I can't. So I can't watch the Brewers. I pay, you know, I pay for MLB.tv so I can, you know, watch baseball, and you know, I can listen to the Brewer games on the, the audio side of it, but I'm not allowed to watch it. There's um, all sorts of black. Which is like that's bullshit. Mm-hmm. Like, come on. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. Like, yeah. Like, I'm paying. I'm paying you money directly. Why can't I? You know. Yeah, that's one of the reasons I even went with uh, Hulu Live because they had all those like sports, like FS Wisconsin for Brewers Bucks, but now they're in a money battle, so they can't even watch that stuff no more. Come on, give us our sports. Yeah. I don't think it's too much to ask for. Oh, they make enough money. Well, and it's not like I'm like saying like it should just be on – there should be just like a, a brewer streaming app that is available for free. Like I'm paying money to the MLB package. Yeah. Right? You, sh- you should get all the teams then. I should be able to – you know, I'm not asking for – I'm not trying to pirate it or just saying – Every game should be on the CW so that I can just get it over the air for free. No, like I'm paying actual money. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. bullshit. This is why people just watch the this, streams. This is why so many people pirate. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, like get your yeah. shit together. We should go storm the gates of that place, wherever they're operating out of. Oh, um. Speaking of pirating, not that Darn. this has not that this has anything to do with it, uh, but I wa- I went and saw Black Widow last weekend. Mm. Nice. Did First, either? Yeah, I saw that theaters when it came out. Okay. Wow. Like I was like a week behind. I Jeremy. No. No. Uh, okay. Spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, for the second the in, to basically close out the episode, uh, spoiler-free review. Uh, I think it was. The most disappointing Marvel movie yet. Oh, wow. That's too I, bad. I enjoyed it. Apparently, I have a lot lower standards for Marvel movies than you do. Mm. Uh, well, I think my biggest problem is that uh, Taskmaster is... I know he's a, a D-level, maybe even Z-level villain, but he's one of my favorites. Like, I, I'm a big fan of Taskmaster. Um, Marvel used to, well, they probably still do, but since I don't go to the comic book store anymore, they used to sell these little, like, lead figurines. Uh, I remember that, those. They were in that big case. Yeah. You know, Craig had them up there on the front. You know. I used to buy a bunch, and I definitely bought a Taskmaster one. He's got just a super cool costume. Uh, I love the backstory of where, like, he's... He's kind of an well. He's an amnesiac. Like he doesn't remember who he is, but he um, he can watch anybody fight. 
memorize their style, but also kind of be a little bit um, clairvoyant's not the right word, but kind of psychic where like if he sees your fighting style, he knows how to do it. So like the only per like Wolverine and Deadpool are like the only two people he can't fight because both of those guys are so just animalistic and crazy that like you can't predict what either of them are going to do, but like he can take anybody else on. Mm. Um, and they kind of, they took, they took that character and really kind of destroyed it. And That's so bad for somebody who like Justin, who doesn't have, Either A, did you know who Taskmaster was before yes. you were going? Okay. Yes, I, yes, I did. But did you? But you didn't necessarily have a love for the character the way I did. So when they changed up the character entirely, I would have even been cool with. And I'm going to spoil this a little bit, Jeremy. I apologize. Okay. But, but since did you know who Taskmaster was before I just started talking about him? Uh, I did, but only because of previous things that you've mentioned. Okay, uh, so because yeah. of so previous because of previous things you've ruined for him. <laughs> they Other do Marvel properties. <laughs> they do a gender swap. Oh, okay. Which okay. I, if they had kept the rest of the story the same, I think I would have been okay enough with that part of it. Yeah, but like they just they kind of. It, it really was like Bane and Batman and Robin, where they're like, here's this super cool character and we're gonna basically just reduce it down. We're gonna, go, dumb, it, we're gonna dumb it down a lot. We're gonna dumb it down a <laughs> lot. Um, instead of having, you know, instead of having Bane and, uh, you know, The Dark Knight Rises, we're gonna give you Bane and Batman and Robin. And like, if they had even done like Taskmaster and Dark Knight Rises... Instead of Taskmaster and Batman and Robin, mm-hmm. you know, it would have, you know, I don't know. Overall, I mean, but overall, it was still, you know, it, it's still a more, it's still, it was still better than anything pretty much the DC's done. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Does it connect to what's going on currently or is it kind of its own thing? It's it, kind- it, it does connect a little. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it goes back. It sets it to right after Civil War. Mm. It it kind of does in between, like what she was doing between Civil War and the beginning of the Infinity War. Oh, okay. Yeah, because you know she was out on the run and in hiding during Civil. You know, yeah. Because of the events of because of the events of Civil War. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so it kind of it kind of br- bridges that gap a little bit. And then the uh, the after credit stinger, the after credit scene uh, bridges the gap even further. Cool. Um, you know, bringing us up to probably the Hawkeye series that we'll be getting in November. Cool. So nice. Yeah, I'll definitely check that one out too. It, I've been it definitely, behind on things. It definitely felt like it was more of the Florence Pugh show than the scarlett johansson show though like they're definitely actively handing the reins over yeah okay but since we've seen uh infinity war and and uh what was the other one Endgame. Mm-hmm. we we know what happens so so you know why they're doing that so. yeah yeah <laughs> makes sense yeah Cool. So, all right. Well, then, I guess if that's if that's all, well, I, 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 I got nothing. Nothing from me except uh, Friday the Thirteenth. Go check out Media Pod Smash Episode One Hundred. We're dropping oh. it, <laughs> and we're all involved. <laughs> Did you time that out perfectly? Uh, right, Friday the Thirteenth. <laughs> wow. It was, I'm going to just keep saying it was all on purpose, but it's probably the best accident that ever happened. All right. So, you know, when you, uh, when you gamble and lose and you, you just got some streaks that you, you can't get a hold of, uh, I'm, I'm, 
grasping at straws for for other bad poop puns. Yeah. Um, just remember that stupid never walks alone. Have you recently lost a loved one and want to hold on to their memory forever? Would you like all of the world to be able to view what their life had been about? Seasons of Life Memorials is what you are looking for. We create individual and unique documentary shorts that will allow anyone visiting the gravesite to view the documentary and your memories of the loved one. Contact us today to set up an appointment at seasonsoflifememorials.com.